Hey y'all, welcome to Poetry for Black Girls, a conversation where we discuss poetry, healing, and everyday tips that you can incorporate into your life to make life a little less stressful. I am your host, Angelina, a licensed social worker and a black girl. Here we go. On this podcast episode, I have a special guest for you. Her name is Vonda. She's a mother, a poet, a business major, a Black woman, and she has an array of experiences. On this episode, we wanted to talk about a few different things that women go through in different parts of dating and maturing. So here we go. So, Vonda, thank you for joining us today. Anytime. Um, so can you kind of tell us, like, who you are, what you do? Do you feel like that was a good description or would you like to add anything else to it? Um, well, I don't want to add anything. I think you did great. Um, I am LaVonda Brown. Like you mentioned before, I am a, um, a, a business major. I am a writer as well. And uh, I'm just glad to be here. Okay. So do you want to share, like, do you have a poem that you want to share with us today? Um, yes, I do. Um, I would like to share 1787, but I'm still rehearsing that one. So I guess I got to keep on with the hunter's bow because that's the one I know by heart. <sighs> All right, the hunter's bow. Let me tell you something. Without reason, I gaze into the night sky. See, everyone I do this from time to time. See, everyone I, mm, mm, mm. see, everyone I let too much slide sometimes. I've mm. taken advice from Matthew chapter 5, verse 39. You know the saying, if anyone slapped you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. I also believe in Matthew chapter 5, verse 38. The punishment must match the injury. Eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. So treat me how you want me to treat you because I'll do what I have to do to protect mm. me too. See, I give reminders of why I left that man, that family member, and that friend sometimes. Over time, I've learned that with some, I just cannot fraternize. They say good things come to those when you least expect it. Do you believe in chance? Hold on. Do you know what chance is? Chance is an occasion. It's an opportunity. Mm. It's a woman. It is your turn to do or achieve something. Remember when I told you, let me tell you something? Well, this time, say it with me. Let me tell you something. In there, in the night sky, so close by the sun, I almost missed it. I saw something shining so bright, then suddenly something pierced me. Ah, this feels like, ah, this feels like, hold on. Ah, this feels like love. Mm. This feels like Christ. I then pulled the bow out of my heart and fell on my knees. Then a voice emerged and said, please do not be conformed by the world, but by the renewing of your mind. For on our journey, we may need to refocus checkups sometimes because as we see or goes through, there will be things we must adjust to. How are you looking at it now that you are a little bit closer how prepared are you to reciprocate the love that is among you for this will be often? I then felt my hard head and my cold heart soften. I then felt my legs straighten and my head rise. 
I now stood up 10 toes in front of Christ. Hmm. See everyone underneath this night sky, I've been struck by the hunter's bow and fell in love with the woman I become. Oh my goodness. You like wow. that girl? <laughs> like, oh my gosh. I did not know it was going to be that good. <laughs> you, that's that's amazing. Well, thank you. I love it. Thank you. Okay, so what was the inspiration behind that poem? The Hunter's Bow. Just a moment that I had with myself. Um, I have not known about Christ. Like, you know, not in, a, not in the manner that I'm learning him now. Like, I've been watching more documentaries and stuff like that. But I, once upon a time, he was more like, a, a, to me, a man that people were believing in because he was so associated with God. That was my perspective. I never really got to know him after that because he also was associated with like, you know, things that people were telling me were wrong, like Christmas and Easter. But when I started learning all sides of the perspective, when it came to him, Mary Magdalene was a woman who always was not always, but after a point in time when she came across Jesus, she was by his side. Um, he casted out seven demons in her and stuff like that. But it's, there's a story that spoke about her after um, him rising, how she she was the one who kept spreading the word about Christ. And she came across pagans and she came across all these people who were celebrating, who, who were celebrating. These were people who were into spirits, you know, like, you know, the natural stuff. Mm -hmm. So as she was getting to learn them and she was teaching them Christ, I do believe this wasn't in the documentary, but I believe that these people started liking her so much that, OK, this is what she believed in. Let's also to show him our appreciation, but this is how we do it. So when we believe that this is the day that he was born, because no one really knows, mm -hmm. but we're going to celebrate, you know, we're going to celebrate for him. But this is how we celebrate mm -hmm. or whatever. So when Constantine came into the picture, he made it right where you can both be a Christian, you could be a pagan as well. And then we're going to incorporate the practices. Now, you may not fully agree with it, but if y'all can come together and celebrate so we can have peace among us, then that's fine. Mm -hmm. And when I started accepting that part of it, because that was the part I had the most problem with, because I was taught that pagans were wrong and they were bad people and you know any anything spiritual, crystals, whatever. I thought I was taught that that stuff was wrong. Uh -huh. But as I got older and started meeting people, I started seeing power in their beliefs too. It was just that there was that their way of doing it. Huh. So, sorry about that. So with that being said, I started learning who he was. Mm -hmm. Um, far as like scripture wise. So I started learning who he was and the things that he was doing. <clears throat> and I started liking him like, okay, well, Christ isn't as bad as I thought he was. Mm -hmm. And then once I came to that realization, I started feeling more better about myself. I mean, yeah. I always was feeling good, but I just felt, I felt, okay, for some reason I needed that. Mm. So, I, I liked everything that I've learned so far. Yeah. So, do you feel like, like your relationship with Christ does it um, does it feel like your self esteem or how you feel about yourself? Like, how does it interplay with the relationship you have with yourself? Um, it just confirms that it's okay for me to be who I am because Jesus. 
he stood up for himself. I mean, you got to realize that outside of the biblical way, the historical way, he was up against a lot. People didn't want nobody following him back then. People were getting stoned and stuff like that. So he still, historically, I learned that he was going against a lot of things, still trying to be himself and do the right things, have integrity, have dignity, have some honor. You know, and then along with the biblical perspective of him, you get to learn that it was a spiritual journey for him, but he was still, he was still doing what he could according to God. But he also was being a man too, because he had to go against every a lot of things. People wanted him dead. Yeah. So for me, it just confirms that it's okay to be me. It's okay to stand up for myself, still um, be who I am, mm-hmm. or whatever. Still be loving person. Still be a nurturer. Still be all those things. Because that's still my natural self. And he was his natural self, too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, being your natural self, dealing with um, the things that come up in the world, uh, just kind of facing different things. I know you shared with me, um, you know, your relationship status and the fact that you've been married before. Listen, let me tell you, that was one of those... I'm a, I mean, cut you off, but I got to be honest. I, I have been, but I helped my baby's father stay in the country because he wasn't from here. So it wasn't, I didn't get the experience marriage in like, oh, I'm so in love with him or whatever. I experienced it by paper. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so we hear the story. Like, what? <laughs> my paper, that's it. What happened? So, like, how did y'all meet? What happened? Like, well, he's my friend. Um, I met him through his friend, but he's my friend. So he he became my friend. Like at that time that I met him, I was still like, I didn't have knowledge of self. I was just like, just doing whatever, doing, doing, doing whatever. You know what I'm saying? Not, um, when I'm 24. Okay. And but how old are you now? 35, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just doing, you know, whatever, just living. I didn't. I always been a smart, well, let me say this. I always been into knowledge, you know, I always loved it, but I was living my life as if I didn't know it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so he helped me out with a lot. He was really my good friend. Like even after the fact, that's why I helped him because that's, that was my friend. It wasn't like, you know, some stranger, this is my friend. So I helped him. Um, And then we ended up trying a relationship, not a, a, you know, wife and husband situation. We tried a friend, you know, a friendship or whatever within our relationship. And I had got pregnant with my daughter and it worked out for us, but we were able to still learn how to become friends. And I think mm-hmm. he's a great, he's a great father. He got other kids. He, he's already married now. I mean, he's like a, he just cool. He's a good friend. Okay. But so, yeah. so, so is he still in the U.S.? Mm-mm, no, he's not here. Okay. So how does that work? Like, y'all got married and then y'all got divorced. He like, got <laughs> so does his citizenship, like, does it, is it dependent on the fact that y'all I didn't married? get into all marriage? that because it wasn't like, a, like, I was never a bitter woman. So it was like, I just went on with my life. And so it was never like, oh, you can't stay. No, I think you can stay here if you want to. Yeah. I mean, I'm with a, your friend. Like, I'm still his friend. Like, I was his friend. So there was no need to be, you know, getting into his business because I wasn't trying to tear him down. I wasn't trying to 
uh, use it against him. This is yeah. always being a friend. So I just say, I don't know any of that side. Um, that's it. <laughs> okay. So like, so your relationship status now, you're single. Yes, I'm single. How <laughs> single? Like very single. Like I'm single. No, I'm very single to the point where I am going to be okay with just not, you know, not having this. What's it called? They call it a um, hopeless romantic mindset. Yeah. You know, I think that's natural for women to actually have that because we're we're loving naturally. Yeah. However, for me right now, it's like. Okay, girl, this is, you know, they cute. You know, man, this is fine to me. They're beautiful. That was a great creation. I thank you, God. However, <laughs> it's like they got to work on <clears throat> being more loyal to women. When I say that, it's just like they real loyal to their brothers, you know, or they homeboys or whatever. But it's come to a point where. Don't just be loyal to males because y'all can relate to them. Be learn how learn women more so y'all can be loyal to them because we go through things too. And I I don't think right now because that's also like that means they gotta they gotta really live up to being a protector and they gotta live up to certain things that make a man a man when it comes to women. I don't think nobody ready to do that that I've met. So you say you're single. You haven't found anybody that's like basically willing to be a protector willing to be like to put their relationships over their friendships they loyal to their friends not over it <clears throat> learn how to be a woman's friend just like that meaning that when I said that they can relate to their home with their brother so it's more easier for them to be loyal because they can relate get to know a woman more so that way that you could be able to relate to her and the same things you know, the friendship that you have with your friends, you can have with your girl, too. And, you know, guys that I like, they take up for their friends. You know, they had their friends' backs and all that stuff. Get to learn a woman more because you'll see mm -hmm. a friend in her, too. And you can be as good as, as a, a man to her as you are friends to them. It's no over anything. I'm just giving that as an example yeah. because there's certain qualities that I see men. Men speak up more for males. Get to know a woman's perspective and speak up more for her. Why do you think men do that? Like, why do you think that they will speak up for a man and they don't really get to know women in a way so they can speak up for us? Well, I think because they can relate to a man more. Men, if you're in a, if, like me, I'm a woman, so I'm in my body. So I go through things as, you know, in a woman's way, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, then also to go into a human way, but that comes along with a guy being able to be human as well. Um, but I can relate to us. So if you was to tell me your story, there might be things that you say that be like, dang, you know, I understand that. You know, I still understand men too because I'm, I am, I'm very aware and I know, you know, stuff or whatever. Men can relate to men. But when you take out the female male thing, you be like, you look at her more as a, a friend or you get to know her more on a human level. You'll see that. The same way you were good to other people, you can be good to her as well. Uh -huh. Do you think that men uh, see women as more like an object or something she can do for me rather than 
this relationship we can build with one another? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that. I don't know what they be thinking when they meet female. <laughs> you know, what I, mean? I know when I see them, I was like, dang, he look good. That's, you know, or I like how he talk or I like his energy or whatever. So I really can't say what they're, what they're, what they come into the picture, what kind of attention they have until I start getting to know them more. And, and their attentions may not be the same over time, you know, like <clears throat> things change. So it's just more so I can't really say, I can't answer that, you know? Yeah. So you were 24 when you got married and you got married mm-hmm. to your friends and you did it to help your friend out. And now you're 35. Is is there anything that you would tell uh, your 24-year-old self? Like, just in general. Like, it doesn't have to be about the marriage. Just just one thing. Oh, like in relationships? In relationships. Okay, in relationships? Nothing, because I, I don't even mind being friends. But life-wise, there is a lot. I was um, chasing book dreams. Like, I wanted to be an author. I still held on to that. So I started making moves that would put me in bigger places that would get me there. And I would always be like something that then I didn't realize it because I had I didn't have like the education on sales and marketing and stuff like that. If I would have knew that, then things would have been different. But I was still going through a lot, chasing the dream and not knowing how to take care of myself. That's why I always feel like money is important even though people girl i be, I got like ghetto boycott it a few times but when i go through those things i still know money is important because i done been in places where it's like i didn't have the education of how important money was so me just doing stuff for free or just constantly writing just to post it and not benefit from it and i'm an adult i was losing so that I would tell myself back then, huh? I'm gonna put you in front of a me. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna put you in front of a me, and they're gonna teach you how. Listen, you're gonna hurry, write that, print it out. I don't care what it is. If you print out in a book, you can print out one piece of a poem and put it in a frame and sell that shit for a dollar. I don't care what it is, but you go, you better get paid for everything that you're doing because you gotta yeah. take care of yourself. Oh my gosh, I love that. That's powerful. Like, knowing your worth, do you feel like you knew your worth at that time? No, I didn't. Yeah. No, actually, I I did not. I didn't know. I didn't know. No one, no one even told me. I had to learn on my own. I didn't know my worth. If I would have known that, the even at, when I first started writing at 17, when I knew that stuff like that that I was doing, all I had to do was print it up, make it look cute, Framing up really nice and sell it, then I would have went way better as opposed to just writing it and then letting it. 17, I was writing and letting it sit. Uh-huh. Then when I started getting older and I wanted to be known as an author, you know, I'm constantly writing or posting or, you know, writing books that end up getting lost in flash drives back then. It's like you're doing all of this, but you're sitting it down after that. There's another step. No one told me that there was another step I learned over time. So what have you been doing? Like, are, what, what is, where can we find you? What work do you have out there? What have you been doing with your writing since? I like selling in person. So um, I'll print the books and I just sell them close by. 
Um, so I've been sold in Columbus. I've been sold in Dayton. I've been sold in Pittsburgh. I've been sold in Chicago. And that's all in person because I'm not back then. I mean, I'm more good at a social uh, online appearance now but back mm. then I really wasn't and even then I still didn't know marketing like I do now um even but the I'm gonna go to the into that later but the marketing then was like just creating a post about it and then leaving it there and then at that time trying to use like the Amazons or whatever and they already get like it's like a 70 30 or 80 20 and you're not and then they get off these 99 cent um, deals to people and you only get a certain percentage or not, that's pennies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's pennies and I'm an adult. No, but I didn't know that back then. Even if I was a young adult, it's just still like someone needed to tell me or I wish I would have learned, came up on some knowledge about it at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the marketing now, I don't market the ebook stuff because I'm still not good at online sales and I don't want to look like an author. I actually want people to know that I am one. So I just get out here and do it in person. Cause I really ain't got time to be playing on my phone. Keep looking like um, I am an author, but I ain't able to take care of myself. No, I'm going to get so many print these up and I'm going to go sell them out here to the public. And then that's it. And then whoever get to know me that way. And then word of mouth, all those stuff that's online, if y'all can find it and get it, but I can't sit around for months and months and months thinking that three cents here, five cents here, seven cents here is going to help me. Right, and so that's the income that you would get if you were to sell it online, like Amazon. Um, yeah, but I like Gumroad better. If once I do get to that point um, where I am organizing that better, because there is that is something I'm going to do. Once I get to organizing it better, um, I'll prefer Gumroad because Gumroad is going to they pay you weekly, and I know that because I used them before. What's Gumroad? Gumroad is a website it's for any creator or anybody that can make a product, basically. Not a creator. You can just make a, know that you can make a product or whatever. I don't care if you have to do it yourself or you have to hire someone to put something cute together or you write whatever or whatever it is that you can put on there as a product, use Gumroad because mm-hmm. Gumroad will give you your money or whatever. And then it's not a 3070 or whatever. Everything's based off of your decision and your choice. And they even have affiliate programs that you can use to Say if you want to hire people, if they're into selling books or you want to hire people to help you sell your clothes, you can have them do the affiliate program and then whatever percentage of their sales, they whatever sales they get, they get a percentage of it, whatever percentage that you set. And I think that's good. It, it's not also helping you. You can turn that into a real business for real. So do because they print government. off your stuff and ship it for you? No, we got, um, I think it's, I forget it, it's called baby book whatever i might be saying it wrong but that's i use them and 48 hour books i use them too um 48 hour books is a little bit more expensive however um they got it's like a deal like if you buy 100 they'll give you 25 free you know they they come with benefits you know and they're in ohio the other one is in Ohio's on the West Coast. I forget what state, but they're good too. They'll send the stuff or whatever, but they don't have anything like um, 40 hour book sets. Okay. Well, I definitely want to post those websites in the show notes for anybody that is an author or a creator and they're looking for a platform to post and create and to sell their stuff and to actually make a profit. 
like right now you say like you're not you're single you're not dating so like do you feel like anything could change that in the future like where you may want to date again (laughs) or you stay in the same time frame no 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 and I say no because I really like when I I mess with you I'm gonna mess with you I want to actually do me like I realize that accepting my situation when it comes to like you know men sorry that's that girl it's the heater the um men I feel it's best that like I can just put all that time into me so instead of using to have that that space open within me and just close it off because I'm about to use that for something else I'm about to enjoy my life what are you doing what are you doing with your time now that you're not dating um the same thing, using it for my creativity, spoken word, writing. I mean, I still have make can make time if I to do, but now it's just I got more time now. So yes. outside of you know being a mother, um, I'll make time for that. Yeah. So like, how do you feel like when you do if you do start dating? Like, how do you make sure that you carve out time for yourself and the time that you spent? When you haven't been dating, like making sure you spend that same amount of time or you invest in the same things when you get in a relationship. Like how do you, how can you make sure that you're gonna do that? How I'm going to? Yeah. I mean, that's I, I ain't got no choice if I'm fucking with something, excuse me, if I'm messing with somebody, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like cause he he will be, you know what I'm saying, a priority too. So I'm gonna make the time frame. You know, it's but just, how do you make the time for you though? Like, how do you make? Oh, sure you girl, I'll make time, time for, for me because anything around me, you gonna know this is what I like to do. So if you gotta sit here and hear me do some spoken words, you are gonna have to hear that. <laughs> you know, you gonna have to hear me be a mom because all this this comes with me. This ain't no separate thing. This is who I am. Exactly. So, so since this is who I am, you gonna sit here? No, excuse me, not to say that on your thing, but man, oh, excuse me. King God, you're going to sit here and you're going to listen to these spoken words. You're going to hear me yell at my kids. You're going to hear me ask, you know what I'm saying, ready for dinner. You're going to hear me. You're going to hear all of me. This is who I am. So every when you're around me, this is everything. I'm always so going to make time change. for me. You're not modifying yourself. They're going to accept yeah. you for who you are and what you come yeah. with. Yeah, yeah, we could be in the car. If I want that God spoken word on my mom, I'm going to say it. You know what I'm saying? Or if I'm in a, a mommy mode and I want to do things with my kids, he invited to. This is not it's this is me i'm yeah. make this i'm always gonna make time for me so I'm a, a person gotta be able to enjoy me because i'm going to always make time for this yes i love it <laughs> did it did it always used to be like that or like do you feel like you had to develop that self-awareness and that that self like i'm gonna i'm gonna make time for me like or Girl, it's always been like that because i love me yeah. <laughs> it's always been like that i, I love who i am so but a person is always going to just get who I am. It's not like I'm going to be this way or that way. No, like when I come around, this is, you know, this me. Uh-huh. I ask that because I think a lot of women, I, I've seen it. I've had friends where they'll get in relationships and they like, they don't hang out with their friends as much. They don't do the things they used to do as much. Even even sometimes people give it up for motherhood. You know, they're not they're no longer hanging out with their family or they're no longer hanging out with their friends or they're no longer putting time into the things that they like to do because they're pouring so much into other people. And so that's why I asked that because I know that a lot of women do struggle 
with not putting more a, a lot enough time into themselves and they put too much time into being the best employee or being the best sister or being the best mom or being the best wife, being the best girlfriend. And they, they kind of leave themselves behind. Yeah, I understand that. But I think when we women don't talk to our friends as often as we did when we were kids, that just shows how it's a growth. I mean, we, we're adults. You know what I'm saying? We're becoming adults or we already are that we grown. So... <clears throat> When you got kids, it's a lot of time go to that. Then you got to make sure you make time to make some income. Then if you got a, a person that you want to involve with, you got to make time for them. Do you, but then girls do make time for their friends maybe months down the line because everybody's still living their life. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, you know, kids, it's, the reason why we felt like there was a, a sudden separation of friendships is because as kids, we was always around our friends because we was always in school with them. So if you're always in school with someone for hours out the day, you always feel like, okay, I'm close, I'm close to this person. But as y'all start getting older and you're no longer, some people go off to college, some people go to work, some people go hustle, start a business or whatever. Now you're involved, y'all, now you're doing other things. So it's it's like that happens when you grow up. Yeah. It don't mean friendships are over, just that just happens. I have enjoyed having you on the podcast. Um, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you say yes. <laughs> I'm glad you wanted to come. This is exciting. Um, I will definitely put, is it okay, like your social media handles in the show notes? Yeah. Okay, so I'll put your Instagram in the show notes so people can reach you and they can reach out to you about your poetry and your books. Um, and then if there's anything else you want me to share with the audience as far as like how to reach you, I'll also put it in the show notes. And then okay. we'll put the uh, websites that you gave me about selling your creativity or your products on in the show notes as well. Yeah, yeah, people can use that. Yes, thank you so much for sharing that. And knowledge with us. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Okay, well, that is it for this episode. So we will talk to y'all on another episode of Poetry for Black Girls. Bye. <laughs> well, I hope y'all enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. If you enjoyed listening to the podcast, please like it on whatever platform that you listen to this podcast. Leave a comment and share the podcast on social media platforms using the hashtag Poetry for Black Girls. I'll talk to y'all on another episode of Poetry for Black Girls. Bye.